Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. How's it going, everybody? This is the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. We originally air as a radio show on Radio for Brooklyn, so if you like the show, you can listen to episodes the day they come out every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. You're about to hear the episode where I interview 19th century French fashion designer Louis Vuitton and beloved children's book author Dr. Seuss. It was a fascinating talk. Uh, you can always hit us up at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org if you have any questions or comments. Go out and buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now and hilarious. See my improv team, Junior Varsity, every Thursday at 7 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. Rate and review the podcast. Tell your friends. And you can always check out the latest that I've got going on on my website, jarrettberenstein.com. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy Dr. Seuss. And Louis Vuitton only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. People you know. Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. Famous stories stuck in the head. You're gonna hear awful from me, even though all these people are dead. My guests today on Famous Dead People are 19th century French fashion designer and businessman Louis Vuitton. Uh, French hello to you. <laughs> and beloved American children's book author Theodore Seuss Geisel, otherwise known as Dr. Seuss. Hi. Uh, hello, uh, Dr. <laughs> Seuss, uh, Mr. Vuitton. Hey. Uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Yes, a uh, French hello to the both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shh, yeah, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, um, let's just get started. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um... <sighs> You know, I'd like to start off with uh, with you, you uh, sure? Mr. Vuitton. Um, Are you very sure? I am. I okay. am. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like maybe we need to give Dr. Seuss a, a minute to compose I, himself. I knew pretty early on you weren't going to start with me, Jared. <laughs> I felt that. Is it's that, okay. I, is that, uh, I hope that's not offending you. I mean, uh, it's not offending, but I'm noticing so often I'm out in the world and being me and, and people, uh, I think, can smell my sad and okay, and then um, I can see you're sad. Yeah, it's 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 really you're really wearing this emotion on your sleeve here, Doctor Seuss. Don't, I can also hear you're me. sad. No, I, you know I uh, can I even is that the the smell of sadness? Also, I think I'm picking up a a sad smell. Also, you smell like on. fatty foods, oh. like you've been eating a lot of fatty foods. I'm actually really glad you said that. Um, really, Louis, because. It's that is what I've been eating. I just it it's it quells my pain. Mm-hmm. We'll get into it later. I'm no, sure. No, I can't, but I my, can't wait to hear about my it. My characters aren't enough anymore. Oh wow! I, I, anyway, I I'm sensing back to you, Louis. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sensing a a, a deep well of uh, of of emotion <sighs> and layers to your work that is probably going to come out in this interview. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, but let's start off with uh, with uh, Mr. Louis Vuitton, Monsieur Le- Monsieur Vuitton. Okay, let's uh, do it. Yeah, so the company you founded, Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. has expanded into mm. a wide variety of retail items, clothing, yeah. mm. shoes, watches, jewelry, sunglasses, books, etc. But for your entire life, the only thing that Louis Vuitton made were boxes and bags. Yeah. Uh, I was always confused as to why people wanted one or the other. Well, uh, a box or a bag? Yeah, like, I always carried around, like, a big moving box. Okay. Like, I, when I would, like, go to the store or if I knew I was going to be on the train for a while. Oh, I move a lot, too, buddy. How so? I'm just in and out. I can't keep the same place. I'm sorry. Um, you have trouble keep holding on to apartments, Dr. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, 
So I was going to yeah. say a sad person is more of a shut in <sighs> and you're moving about. I just got to say, when you when you guys finish my sad thought, it's helpful because then I realize like, <laughs> oh, someone else gets it. You know, man. Oh, well, I mean, I, I never want anyway. you to feel uh, like you are. Uh, suffering alone, or that you oh, are, I appreciate or that it. these are like you know, completely unique. Uh, <laughs> I are you okay, Doctor Seuss? You know, what there it were is. tears in that cough. <laughs> yeah, well, big surprise, dude. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to you, Louis. Okay, yeah. So you were saying, you. Uh, Mr. Vuitton, that uh, that box you, and bags. You're you. Didn't yeah, I never it. really knew the difference. I would just carry around a big box because that held more bags. Okay, and you would keep bags mm. in the box. I would have bags. That had my stuff in it mm-hmm. for when I was like walking around, money, ID, uh, whatever I'd want. You know, maybe like a little Game Boy. Well, I mean, that's what we use bags for today. That's yeah. not that weird. Yeah, you know, clothes. Not... Yeah, okay. Yeah, bombs. Uh, and then I would like walk. I'm sorry, around. Did you say bombs? Yeah. You yeah. you would just carry bombs around with you. It makes yeah, you never sense know. To me, yeah. you never know. A successful businessman. <laughs> you never know. What? You never know. I don't know. What do you mean? Man. You never know. You never know. You never know. Successful businessman never lets his guard down. Oh, oh, I see. (laughs) Corporate espionage. You got to make sure your enemies all over the place. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I'm just like, I'm clearly a guy who walks around with like hundreds of thousands of dollars on him. Right. Because I'm successful. Clothes look nice. That's right. So you're going to get mugged. So a gun is only capable of so much. Yeah. I mean. A bomb. A bomb yeah, will take blah. care of business, a depending on business how many people are trying to mug you. Yeah. And I'm sure that there are other reasons why you would need it. We don't need to get into all of that. No, I'd love to later. The, but The same reason why I would never go into, like, every reason why I carry a credit card. Like, there are thousands of reasons, you know? And so there's probably, like, lots and lots of reasons buy why thing. you would need to buy something. Yeah. Um, uh, if if you you're wanna, in an emergency. I'm, I can't you, even. <laughs> I got to jump in because I can't. <laughs> Please do. I yes. can't even. Uh, Imagine applying for a credit card because the steps alone, I can't. It's hard enough for me to get out of bed. You know, I think it might be a stretch. I think you might be suffering from depression, Dr. Seuss. There are a lot of symptoms. I mean, we can go into it later. Um, I've given the depression test to a few of my friends already, so I kind of know... A few of the symptoms. Well, let's the hear the test. We can get into it. Yeah. But before we get to that, I do want to finish oh, up this question with Mr. <laughs> Mr. Louis Vuitton. Um, <laughs> can you please stop jumping all over my question? No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine, Dr. Uh, Dr. I don't think you it's know. fine. I, I want, I want, this is an open oh, forum. Boy. These shows are open forums. Um, so, yeah. So, you, I want, what I want to know is, was there ever a part of you mm. that had the vision of the expanded Louis Vuitton that exists today? Mm. Or were you just... Going to do travel stuff. You were just going to do boxes. You were just going to do bags. Well, that's actually interesting. I was once uh, walking with my bag of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a box that is filled of bags that have stuff in them. Yes, I, I think we, we would assume that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <coughs> Sorry, oh. one of your tears got into my throat, and then I had <laughs> to call. contagious. They are it's flying a, all over the place. Yeah, I know. These tears are nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, but one day I tripped, right? Mm-hmm. And I was, I tripped inside of an empty store. Believe it or not, I was walking around. I believe you. A Wait, when you say, empty store. you say, was it empty of people or was there nothing in the store? It was nothing was in the store. Oh, okay. Because everything got bought. Uh, I also want to be, a you very, believe me. A very uh, successful store then because everything yeah, got bought everything in this got store. Bought. Okay. Uh, just to be clear, Dr. Seuss related to me. I am not a sad person. Okay. Dr. Seuss is a sad person. I am very happy. Yeah. yeah I, did anybody, I don't think that anybody. Uh... She just made it sound like she could relate to me and because she's sad. I was like, I'm not sad. Okay. Just, yeah, we just want yeah. to be clear about that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that, that's I w- fine. Yes. 
Thank you. <laughs> I've had, I've, I've dealt with depression before. So like I, you know, That's keep weird. saying it, if man. you need, if you need someone to, to like bounce, uh, bounce your feelings off of, or some, what I'm some, doing. someone who can relate to mm-hmm. you, like I, I will be here for you. But Louis Vuitton is a happy person. We're yeah. just going to establish that. I'm very happy. Also my, uh, products typically, you guys are like, uh, targets and mm-hmm. my store is like a gun in that I just, my store like takes sad people and gives them stuff and then oh, okay. throws them back on the street. You do know? you feel like you're, <laughs> do you think that your, your products I'm actually sorry. help people? Like they, they make them feel better? I mean, do you think people feel better forever? Um, no. Just I for mean, like that half second? I do think that's one of the problems of the idea that we have of happiness, which is that it should just be like this. Your life just should be this rocket ship yeah. of, you know, going up and up and up. And you're constantly feeling happy and and, and satisfied with every moment. When right, in reality, I can't take it anymore. To... Uh, Louis. I will say you have not asked her one question. Yeah. I think we've been recording for five minutes. Louis, what the hell happened, man? You. <laughs> what? Mark Jacobs was your creative director for years. And, uh, and you let him, you just let him leave. You know, well, like, I, well, obviously, this happened after uh, Mr. Vuitton had passed the, I the, know, the baton on. But the spirit, man, like <laughs> the spirit of it all, like watching from wherever the hell you were. How could you let that happen? How could you let a genius Mark walk away? Leave your company, Louis Vuitton. Well, more money for me. Am I right, guys? Oh, he leaves. I don't care where he goes. It could be off a cliff for all I care. You don't got to pay that uh, Mark Jacobs money anymore. Yeah, you don't have to pay that Jacobs money. That Boy. salary. Those yeah. Jacob dollars were quite a bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, money see. looks a lot better in my wallet. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. You know? well, in a, Not in uh, Jacobs' In mouth. a nice, yeah. uh, which is how he took his cash, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah. Uh, let's move over to, uh, to Dr. Seuss for just a moment. I feel like we've been ignoring you, and I feel really bad about that. Uh, so <laughs> you are... You, you look are, like someone who's ignored. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. most well known for your children's books, obviously. Uh, Cat in the Hat. <laughs> Do you not like hearing about about your children's books, no, Dr. Seuss? No, oh no. no. I hate my books. That's too bad. That's a lot of my questions that have to do with these children's books of yours. Ugh. A, cat? a rough interview. Did you ever wanna write What? What, Louie? Did you what? ever wanna write books? Yeah, I wanted to write real books, man. Wow, I would. People would say those are real books. Yeah, those are real books. Cat in the hat, in the peas and the trees and bullshit like that. Do you remember your own book? I've tried so hard not to, and here the fuck I am today, just being dragged right through that mess. Well, maybe, oh my God! What? Well, let's. Is there a question we can ask you not about your book? Well, I mean, let's. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's fine. If there are questions that you that you want to be asked, like I would love for you to hear those. Let's uh, just get to. The, let's let's hit the books. Well, I guess my first question would be: If you hated writing these children's <laughs> books so much, mm-hmm. uh, why <laughs> did you write so many of them? Well, I think it was a chronic ass case of like. You know, one did well, so I was like, fine, I'll do one more. Mm-hmm. And then that one did even better. And then <laughs> and then next one, the next one, and then stupid parents buying that shit for graduation gifts. And- mm. <laughs> graduation gifts? Well, I'm yeah. thinking I'm thinking specifically of oh, oh the places you'll oh. go. Everybody oh. loves to give oh the places you'll go when you graduate from the, high school. The worst book I've ever <laughs> I, you know, Doctor Seuss, I love your work. I loved all oh, the. Places Where are those go. sponge creatures going, man? To other spinny disc 
space worlds. I mean, you did create. You were a, a wonderful world builder. You know, you every created... book was a cry for help. A cry and for help. Somehow, everyone just thought. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Carrey plays the Grinch. I love Jim Carrey. Or yes, uh, but... Mike Myers was uh, <sighs> the cat from The Cat in the Hat. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. like Mike Myers in that movie and nothing else. Poster boys of sad dudes. Oh, also really? the guru. I love the guru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you love the guru with guru Mike Myers? And, uh, Cat in the Hat, yeah. The Cat in the Hat, two. your two favorite Mike Myers movies. Yeah. Louis yeah. Vuitton, your yeah. two favorite Mike Myers movies are The Cat in the Hat yes. and The Guru. Yeah. Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba was in The Guru also, which is yeah, Timberlake. That's my favorite Jessica Alba movie. By yeah, far. So, yeah, so you were trapped almost. That and The Coconut Water. Well, uh, this, that's not yeah. a movie. It's but it's, a, it's good. I, it does have a beginning, water. middle, and end. It is kind of like a little short film, those Coconut Water ads yeah. with Jessica Alba. Those are good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you're really sad. Yeah, so why, I, I can understand you, you feel like you got in this um, the success spiral, Storm. you know? Like yeah. you, you couldn't <laughs> stop writing these books because they were so successful, yeah. and yet it was torture for you. Yes. Wow. One of those things of like, Okay, now I'm getting going. It's one of those things where, like, you know, I had the talent but not the heart. Okay. It was classic-ass case of that. But nobody classic-ass case of but nobody, talent, no heart. But nobody around me, man, to, like, bounce that idea back at me and be like, hey, it's okay. You can walk away from this empire mm. anytime you want. Wow. And, and so I know you were married twice. Uh, uh-huh. You know, your first wife encouraged you to draw. She, she, you were going to be an English teacher, and she's like, "No, you got a talent for drawing." Uh-huh. Um, was she? Would you would you consider her an enabler? Like, did she not see the pain inside you, and just she didn't have what's best for you in her? Yeah, heart. maybe she was yeah. looking out for her. Maybe Helen was looking out for Helen. I didn't want yeah. her to leave me, and she loved the way I drew. Shit. I'm sorry, you, you, you didn't want her to leave. leave. You, I, I didn't want. You didn't want her to leave. I heard that too, but I, heard, makes... I thought you did want her to leave you. Yeah, no! I mean, you, couldn't, you couldn't break up with her. Yeah. So she loved the way I drew, and mm-hmm. I so I drawed and just kept going. And wow, then, uh, you know what I wanted all those years. What did you want all those years, Doctor Seuss? I just wanted, I just wanted to fish. I just wanted to have a nice little boat. You made a book about a fish. Sim- yeah, yeah, did I you want to like catch, book. catch one fish, <laughs> maybe two fish? No, is that what you wanted, Doctor Seuss? God. I wish I could blow those fish out of the water <laughs> with one of LV's bombs is what I wish. Hey, get your hands away from my bombs. Ooh, can I just say, because I just got a glimpse of, uh, of, my your, of one of your bombs poking yeah. out of that bag. It is, that is a stylish bomb. Yeah. That is I, one uh, of the classiest looking bombs. <laughs> is that like I a may. little leather trim on That's that bomb? That's a little uh, crocodile leather trim. Mm-hmm. Okay. We take crocodile skin. We croc dye skin. it. Yeah, we take croc skin. <laughs> Both uh, crocodile and croc. Like uh, Ooh, those shoes. are two, two separate animals. What about python skin? I've seen I've seen that before. Okay, so this is a python skinned uh, bomb. Wow. Okay. It's a pressure cooker, mm-hmm. and uh, it's covered with a uh, snake <laughs> venom snake teeth. Ooh, so that when venom snake teeth. Yeah, it's okay. uh, that's where all the venom is in the snake is the teeth. Yes, a lot of people think that that comes out of like a gland through the teeth, but that is a no. uh, that has been uh, a disproved time and time again. Have yeah. you ever seen a snake give birth, Louis? Have you ever seen a snake give birth, Louis Vuitton? I've seen a very skinny, long lady give birth. <laughs> so and it was probably to a snake. snake. It's 
probably the exact same. Yes. Snakes, she, they have a slit, and then little wiggly snakes just come slipping out. It's basically the, the same. Oh. Just basically the same as when a thin a thin woman gives birth. Uh, this lady just, did give birth to a long snake. If I you're uh, just one though, just one, then it's different because there's like a lot of snakes come mm-hmm. out of a snake. Sure. Uh, sure. If you're just joining us, this is famous dead people on Radio for Brooklyn, uh, and my guests in the studio today are a beloved 20th century children's book author, Dr. Seuss. And oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so, so sad that he just vomited a little bit. It's just hearing myself get introduced as that one thing that owns you know me. You know what? I will. I promise I'll take it out of the introduction from this point on. Beloved author, <sighs> Dr. Seuss and 19th century French fashion designer and businessman, Louis Vuitton. A French hello to you, too. Um, let's go back to Louis Vuitton for just a moment. So uh, you were born in uh, 1821 in Anche in eastern France. Anche uh, to you, too. To a to working class family. But when you were 13, this story is incredible. Sure. And it's like one of the only things on your Wikipedia. Sure. When you were 13 years old, you left home on foot for Paris, a 292-mile trip that took you two over two years to complete, is that true? That is 100% true. Why? Uh, Why would you do that? You know, the thing about parents, mm-hmm. they don't like you. Some would say they just don't understand. They just don't understand. Right? Yeah. So right, I had Dr. my Seuss. classic. <laughs> You're about to throw up again? <laughs> that stiff upper just, there's a bucket. No. There's, a, there's a bucket over there, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> oh if you could God. vomit into that. You're just throwing <laughs> up tears. <laughs> oh, my God. I have never seen somebody that sad. That they can't stop vomiting about their own sadness. <sighs> God. Feel better. Yeah, we really got to get re- refocused here. So yeah, you were saying about this. <laughs> we got to give her a depression test. About this three. We'll, we'll get to that later on. Also, show, uh, spoiler, she's depressed. Uh, he, yeah, he's definitely, definitely oh, depressed. Oh, he's depressed. He is depressed. Yeah, yeah. My, my bad. Either uh, one. So, <laughs> so we, uh, oh, I'd love to find Are you that. so sad you don't even want to choose the gender? Don't identify. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, back to Louis. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, it yeah, might really so, just... <laughs> I really want to hear really about like this. I really want to hear about this. So, All right. Almost 300 mile trek, almost three years long. Yeah. You leave on foot when you're 13 years old. I get a bindle stick with a uh, bandana. Mm-hmm. Classic. From a homeless guy. Classic. Uh, oh, did, I, you, did you do it nice? Because I know that you have, you know, uh, an elegant sensibilities. Like, was your bindle yeah. nice? This was, here, I'll take that for you right now. Oh, you still have so it. So this is a uh, marble stick. Oh, wow. Stick of marble. Very heavy. Mm-hmm. Not conducive to carrying. Is that, that, that wouldn't be Italian marble, would it? This is very much Italian marble. Oh, wow. Uh, I had to buy this for $500. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, those goddamn Italians do not give it up easy to the French. So they know? had shipping American dollars to France yes. to, pay, to buy your Italian marble. Yeah, and uh, they oh. knew, as soon as they knew I was French, they doubled the price. Oh, my God. That's <gasps> Uh, yeah, it was rough. It was mm-hmm. rough, but you know. It's, it's a rough relationship between Italy and France for a while. Yeah, and so this blanket that I used is a cashmere. Ooh. Wow. Russian cashmere. Can I feel? That is so yeah, soft. I love that. That is very soft. It uh, was good for a pillow as well. Mm, you know? Wonderful. Because you would take all the soup cans out. Yes, of And uh, some of the sticks and, mm-hmm. you know, something to masturbate in because I was 13 at the time. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, and you don't want to do that with cashmere. You know, I think that we can all relate to that as, yeah. as, uh, as men as a man. here. Just yeah. blown yeah. into soup cans. <laughs> just, I get that. No, I was saying just an underwear. Just blowing your wad underwear. into soup cans. <laughs> 
I did not come in a soup can. Yeah, I understand that. Say no more. Well, me and Dr. Seuss, we both jerked off into soup cans when we were growing up. I guess you didn't. I did. I brought uh, a fancy pair of underwear, which I will now take out now. Oh, nice. You still Uh, have your jack rag from uh, from when you were a kid. Yes. This was, uh, at first, my father's, and I pulled it out of his underwear drawer. Oh, that's nice. A heritage jack rag. Yeah. Well, Mm. he didn't jerk off. He wanted to wear it, but I was like, this is mine now. Gotcha. Uh, You know how teenage boys are mm-hmm. whatever and is also in front par- of them is there. parents just don't understand as we were saying before yeah parents don't what, understand. What, was it was it a, a difficult home situation is that why you felt like you had to leave home to go to paris 300 miles away yeah it was bad okay you they were bad would you would you tell us a little bit more about it uh sure they wouldn't patch the patch the uh well they wouldn't pass the heinz they wouldn't pass the heinz the heinz <gasps> ketchup mm-hmm. the heinz mayo mm-hmm. the uh, heinz mustard Gotcha. Wouldn't pass it. I said, hey, can you pass the ketchup? And they say, well, we think you sit around all day, so why don't you get up and get it? Wow. And then I walked out the door. Wow. I walked out the door. But first I had to do several letters of figuring out how to get the marble. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fancy soup cans, like chunky. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Never had Mm -hmm. it. I've never had it. You never had chunky soup, Dr. Seuss? No, but it's good. I like hearing about your life because it's (laughs) distracting from mine. So that's good. But my story's just not nearly as good. Yeah. No, no. I I think think it's fascinating. And uh, and the the detail on this bindle is incredible. Thank you. Um, But I would like to ask you a little bit more about your life. If it wouldn't upset you too much, Dr. Seuss... Uh, so you went to Dartmouth College in uh, in 1921, mm-hmm. uh, where you were the editor in chief of their humor magazine, yeah. uh, the uh, Dartmouth Jack O' Lantern. Uh-huh. Uh, but you got caught drinking gin with a few friends, <laughs> and this was during Prohibition. <coughs> Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so I thought it was fine because gin comes from juniper trees with pretty flowers on them, mm-hmm. and so I thought it wouldn't get me in trouble. You know? Just because gin comes from juniper berries, which are pretty, you thought that, that was okay yeah, to like drink. Yeah, like an innocent, sweet little tree. I thought I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But that's booze. Yeah, it's still alcohol, booze. unfortunately. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're okay. not. <laughs> are you, you, hindsight, are you fighting listen, back? Listen, hindsight is twenty twenty, guys. All right? We, mm-hmm. all, we all know uh, this now, but obviously, you, well, you're 19 years old. It's mm-hmm. easy to get confused. Yeah. All right. Nah, so, I thought it was dumb. No, Louis, Vitt- Louis uh, Vuitton, let's give Dr. It's all right. Break. I hear, you're allowed to feel how you feel, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on, hold on. Jared, can I talk to you in private? Over yeah, here for sure. A second? Do you mind giving us a minute, Dr. Zeus? I could read, I guess, or I could eat something. Here, read this. It's, um, what is this? Uh, Mr. Small Mustache Man Saves His Trees? Mr. Small Mustache Man Saves His Did Trees. Did I write that? I look like so. a Dr. Seuss What's book. the actual title of this? Get that shit Mr. away from me. Uh, <laughs> What's the, uh, Danny DeVito is in the movie. Are you thinking of a, a, a Horton Hears a Who? Is that it? No. Sounds like you're bringing up Matilda. <laughs> I had nothing to do no, with No, Matilda that. was Rodal. Yeah, this I know. This is also one of my favorite authors. I know. Okay, yeah. I'm looking at the cover, okay. and we'll talk in private in one second. Okay. The small... Orange man, little okay. round. He's yeah. got a mustache, and he's the trying Lorax. to the Lorax. The Lorax. This is the, your Lorax book. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the <laughs> hell that was about. Well, I'm just gonna put this in front of you, and now me and Jared are gonna talk in private for a hot second. I'm really glad that instead of reading the title of the book, we just thought about yeah. what the book could be based on its content. Yeah, it was in big letters. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, so yeah, what did you want to talk to me about okay, now that so, now that Dr. Seuss is out of the room? Okay, Dr. Seuss is clearly sad, right? Yes, yes but he was extremely. giving us a little fight back there, mm-hmm. and if he's showing a little fight, he's not just laying down. Taking mm-hmm. every single hit. Yeah. Maybe he's going to 
get out of this weird funk. So maybe if we're we, challenging, if him. we continue to challenge Dr. Seuss. Yeah. And he fights us on and it. And if we're not sympathetic, then maybe he will be able to fight his way out of his depression. Yes. You know what? This plan is just crazy enough to work. Yeah, we also have to make sure that he's still depressed because I don't know. Yeah, maybe it maybe seems like maybe yeah. he's not depressed anymore after okay, reading a straight book. I'm back in the room. What the? We Dr. weren't Seuss. ready for you to come back. Welcome back. Thanks. Okay. So I wanted to ask you more about drinking the gin, getting caught. You I got in by trouble. Leaving, we just redirect, but okay. So yeah, you got. Uh, it's you, not your books. Yeah, it, it, listen, <laughs> we you, you don't have control over this conversation, Doctor Seuss. All right. All right. You don't get to decide what we talk about, Dr. Seuss. Okay. <gasps> Dartmouth, fine. There we go. I like that little piss and vinegar <laughs> that was, there. That was shoot. Plan is working. He was angry. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you um, you were prohibited from contributing to the humor magazine because yeah. of the of the gin drinking. That's true. Um, but, uh, and so, because you wanted to still contribute, you decided to start signing your work as Seuss instead of your actual last name of Geisel. Uh-huh. Uh, because you were, you just really wanted to continue writing for the humor magazine. Is that right? Yeah, and I've I I like pranks and I like forcing my way in. You uh, like pranks? Yeah, and I like, you know, I do like the pushback, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um the pushback of you pushing back? Yeah, or? yeah. I think it's like with the kids' books, the kids' books, it's like there's no sass there, man. It's mm-hmm. all just like sweet and everybody's sitting around being sweet and gifting those books in positive times. Mm-hmm. And I just needed a little, it started out as like a sassy thing and then just sort of grew into this baby book bullshit, you know? I see. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know that one of your quotes about your own work is that you were subversive as hell. That's a direct quote. What? And so you were, <laughs> you had said this about your own work, that you were subversive as hell. Uh-oh. And so I guess what you're saying here is that um, ex- except for the children's books that you wrote that were beloved by all Mm -hmm. that you had a tendency to want to fight against the establishment. Is that right? I did. And I guess, I don't know. I just sort of, I took more of like Nicholas Sparks track in the end. I just like blew all my ideas in one way. And Mm -hmm. (gasps) although arguably what a life, what a life, Nick Sparks, Nicholas Sparks, just in cannot the- wait for him to die so we can get him in the studio. That <laughs> is going to be incredible. Sparks? Oh, the he wrote notebook, the notebook, message in a bottle, Knights <laughs> in Rodanthe. Like. Yeah, especially Knights in Rodanthe. Doctor Seuss knows a lot of Nicholas Sparks novels. Oh, did you do Time Travel's Wife? Also, Time Traveler's Wife was that Nicholas Sparks? That was Sparks. Yeah, he is a he knows how to write mm. uh, a strong female uh, characters, mm-hmm. wow. strong female protagonists. And ideal matches for them. I just wanted to find, I just wanted to have the love of a lifetime, I think. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I ever had that. You just wanted to date a strong female protagonist? Yeah, not some some witch barking at me to draw all the goddamn time. (laughs) This is, of course, uh, your first wife. I I believe her name is Helen. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Fuck you, Helen. Whoa, okay. Hey, look, he's... He's fighting back. He's fighting back, and that's good. He's fighting good. back. Yeah, I actually, I don't Did you feel, feel like, like I need to vomit anymore. That's great. Really? That's wonderful. You're making progress. <laughs> so you didn't even feel like you got that love story with um with your second wife. No. Uh, either. Oh, that is a shame. Was she a slave driver too? A little bit. She was more of like the the like just in the other room. Do wanted a two bedroom, not for the space, but like to have her own world. You gotcha, know what I mean? Gotcha. Put up a little bit of distance, mm. put up some walls there. You That's know, a weird. I, I've heard one other person who did that, and I kind of get it. But also, like... The two-bedroom move? Yeah, mm-hmm. the two-bedroom. 
in New York City, it's all about saving money sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, just like splitting like your rent. Yeah, peace. <laughs> Come on. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> what? Jared made me double peace at me. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure that we I all. Did I get it wrong? I just want to make sure that we all felt peace in our hearts. Oh, so I no peace here. Peace sign to my, to my guests here. I, but I was also going to say, I don't feel like I'd be liked. Or I would feel like just someone was like, oh, let's get separate rooms. I'd be like, what do you, then why yeah, live together? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. I can see the appeal of neighbors, it. You know? Yeah. Just go on a walk. <laughs> what do just, you mean just go on a walk? If you've had it up to here with me, then mm-hmm. just go on a walk. You don't go in the next room and just lock the door on me. I mean, I can see the appeal of having like your own personal space, you know? And uh, things uh, can feel cluttered sometimes. Space you know? can feel closed sometimes. This yeah. way, you avoid arguments like, where do we put this? Where do I put that? You know, like that. Is my that thing not here. just going to be a thing you have to have eventually, though? Mm, what do you mean? Aren't you, if you put off an argument and it's unresolved, aren't you just going to eventually get back to it at some point? Yeah, you know? I suppose. You know, I mean, we're really getting deep into, uh, you know, uh, relationship um, psychology up. and things. You're closing, you're closing up. I feel <laughs> myself closing up. Wait, we gotta like, fight. Like closing like like your, your heart to the world? Yeah, I mean, well, just like the relationship stuff. Is no. like, we're really gonna go there. I'm gonna clam up. No, no Dr. We gotta, Seuss. Dr. Dr. Seuss, sh- uh, I put a bomb by your foot. It's lit. <laughs> Oh my God! What? what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about this bomb? That bomb. It's, it's a, it's, it's I'm a... just gonna trust you'll put it out. <laughs> no, Doctor Seuss, you gotta put it out yourself. You gotta I fight it. You gotta I be strong, Doctor Seuss. You gotta be strong. Put out the bomb, Doctor Seuss. Hand me my book. It's the Lorax. It's the Lorax. I'm speeding it with one of my books. It's not gonna help. You gotta put out the fuse. Wow. It's wow. so close. Don't go up. Oh, oh no. This was a nice bomb that you just threw up all over. Oh, well, at least the bomb's out. We've got to take a short break. This was a, <laughs> short this was a break. cow skin bomb. <sighs> but at least it's not going to blow us up, which uh, I that was way too much of a gamble, uh, Louis Vuitton. We will talk to that after we get back from the break. We'll be right back with Louis Vuitton and Dr. Seuss on Famous Dead People. Stay with us. Famous Dead Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts, rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends, all that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us, whatever we love hearing from fans. Uh, Also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super funny and I want that money. Also, go check out JarrettBaronson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash Famous Dead People and click on the Support the Show button. Thanks again for listening and now back to the podcast. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are beloved 20th century author, Dr. Seuss, and 
uh, 19th century French fashion designer and businessman Louis Vuitton. A French fashion hello to you, too. Uh, I'd like to ask you, uh, Mr. Vuitton, so you're 16 years old when you arrive in Paris. Yes. Uh, there is wide... Left at 13. Yes, yes. Out it, of jizz by 16. To yeah. cue a little, well, you know, 13-year-olds, we all, we, we jerk off like jerk-off <laughs> yeah, machines. and we don't have you know? any more by the time we're 16. Yes. And then we're, we're all just, sexed up. But we when does it stop? Dry. When does what stop? You know. What? Jerking Dr. off? you are yeah. a man, so you should also are. <laughs> yeah, you're you also know one. this. When does it slow down? When do, when do our boners slow down? Yeah. Uh, I mean, mine stopped happening at 16. Yeah, it, it yeah. varies for different people. Like, I'm still pretty good with my boners, thankfully. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, and I'm guessing because you're asking the question, Dr. Seuss, that your boners have not slowed down Back either. to you, Louie. <laughs> no, you got to open up. Open up about... Yeah, you open this can of worms, Dr. Seuss. You got to talk about it. I want to hear about Paris. <laughs> There's nothing to know about Paris. Mm-hmm. Really nothing. We will talk about Paris as soon as you tell us if the reason why you asked the question about our boners is because you're still getting really strong boners even today. Dr. Seuss. Yes, it's Dr. true. Okay, fantastic. So now, back to Paris. <laughs> when when uh, Louis Vuitton okay? is 16 years old, we have established that he is not okay. All right? Okay, that's We're fine. just going to assume that this is this is going to be the motif of the entire well, you interview. you brought me to a vulnerable place and then left me on the tracks <laughs> tied by my neck. <laughs> With the train rolling at me, man. You're just because, only tied by your neck. Just because we so asked your you. Your body is free to like. <laughs> That's actually more cruel. I'm than... like a dumb, a dumb person that drives on to the to beat the train and then then jumps out, kneels at the cops when the train does hit their car. Mm, yeah, the old story. Mm. Anyways, go back to Mr. Vuitton. Oh my uh, god, there's so much going on. There really is. There's a lot to unpack here. I feel like it's best if we leave some packages on just wrapped. <laughs> uh, so there's widespread poverty when you arrive in Paris at 16 years old. Yeah. And I'm wondering, was that disappointing? Like, did you have a different idea of what Paris would be when you left Anchet? Um, you know, what was this not the Paris that you imagined? This was not. Everyone was broke. Everyone was super dry. No one was, like, horny, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone this, was also uh, free of jizz. Everybody else didn't yeah. have any jizz in their That in their was balls. something I thought was unique to me, but that's all French and European people. Okay. Is that it's a single tank. It never refills, and it's just dry by the time you're 16. This is Louis Vuitton saying yeah. that all the, French people, the fact of the matter, all Europeans, right? All Europeans, that's true. All Europeans have a set amount of semen in their balls yeah. that does not refill. It's in the yeah. balls. It's in the balls. That's where Dr. semen is. Come on. Just, you know <laughs> this. You know this, I've Dr. Seuss. I've Googled Seuss. the. Oh, sorry, Jerry. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, we're supposed to have like a nice locker room talk, and you I... are not giving us anything are to work you with. saying I've looked are up you saying, Dr. Seuss, what's inside balls that you have and recently, it didn't look like that. That you have recently Googled how what are what's inside balls. And it was just a bunch of squiggly lines. Veins and uh testicles, you know, these are the things that we use that normal people use. Like to... the way I draw trees. <laughs> I was trying to find that connection too, and that's right. They You're do right. sort of look like trees. That's right, Dr. Seuss trees. Uh, Dr. So, yeah. Seuss, you've never you don't know anything. You show up in Paris, oh, you yeah. So disappointed. No one else has semen in the balls, just like you. Yeah. Uh, did you ever think like, oh, I should, I should, I should go back to Anchet then? I guess because there's nothing for me here in Paris. I thought about that for a second, but then I saw the building that looks like uh, sticks put together that somehow make a little campfire uh, curved. The the building that looks like iron sticks. Okay. Put together that uh, kind of 
could look like a campfire if you lit a match on it. Are you you you're not talking about the Eiffel Tower? I am talking you? about the Eiffel Tower. So you saw the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And, and I was like, I got an open shot. Could not remember the name of. Yes. You described it as metal sticks in a campfire shape. Yeah. Okay. It's like when you set a little campfire and it's in like a little tent shape. Yes. I was yeah. like, oh, they're going to put like a blanket over that pretty soon so that it's a big camp. Mm-hmm. And then. That's what you assumed the Eiffel Tower was for. Yeah. Okay. And then I realized that they're not. And uh, at the time I was doing my traveling thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're not going to believe it. That opening store, that um, uh, uh, empty store that empty you tripped store, in earlier. Yeah. We never got to the end of that. I know. Story. Because we are very distracted here. <laughs> uh, I'm being quiet as a mouse. <laughs> you're too <laughs> quiet. <laughs> The blame's on you, boys. Now you're being quiet as a mouse. Us, us boys. Us boys. Us boys. <laughs> All of us. Uh, so the empty store that you walked into. That was the Eiffel Tower. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, and I set up shop in there. Oh, yeah. okay. It was easy. You started your own store when you moved to Paris. Yeah. It's there were none of those French people had any fight in them left, so I just took over the Eiffel Tower and I wow. set up shop in there. Wow. The first Louis Vuitton store. Was in the Eiffel Tower. Tower. When did you come up with the idea to multi- to put your initials all over all your shit? I got lazy. That okay. was uh, a kind of an accidental. I wrote, I wrote Louis Vuitton on every single thing. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, my hand just cramped up. And uh-huh. I didn't even get through. I literally got through like 5% of all the bags I had to write my name on with a pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I got to make this a little bit shorter. And so I did that. And then about... Ten bags later, my hand cramped up again after only writing my initials. Oh, okay. And I was like, I got to hire some other people to do this. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. I'm surprised that that didn't occur to you earlier to hire people to do your... The insi- Chinese? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying Doctors, yeah, all Louis your stuff's Vuitton. made in China. Yeah, all Louis Vuitton. That's what Louis Vuitton did. Okay? Hmm, yeah. I'm, I'm a successful businessman, okay? Hmm. I put away all these senseless emotions that you're so full of, Dr. Seuss. That have ruined and crippled you. You could have been so much more of a successful businessman. Yeah. If you had just put your emotions to the side, just churned out some more of these fucking children. You are such a sad sack of shit, Dr. Seuss. You know that? You're here crying about all this money you made. Why don't you do something with the money? Yeah. That's what I did. I hate antidepressants or something. You know, you think it's so easy to get antidepressants. I'm... I was recognized everywhere. Oh, people wouldn't think you would need them because no. you were Dr. Seuss. And if you kill the brand of positivity, then where are you? Then you're then you then you're depressed. And I you can't don't have, any have money. my books made overseas. Can I ask you a question? You can't. No, not, no. You can't, you can't have Chinese laborers. So make you made his books. every single individual book. Yeah. Yeah. He bound them. He, mm-hmm. he flattened the paper from, from tree mulch, from tree bark. Wow. I used nail polish to make the outsides shiny-ish. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's incredible. I mean, back then in America, you couldn't just export labor. You couldn't import Chinese laborers. Like, if you were going to do something, you had to do it all by yourself. Was it weird? This I is back then in your dream. time. Huh? This is back then in your time. Yeah. And in back then in my time, I did the thing that you couldn't Things do Things were your different time. in France back then, Louis okay. Vuitton. Let's not be daft. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So clearly, <laughs> talking about your children's book is, is making you very upset. So yeah. let, let me ask you about something else. Okay. Uh, you know, like you did a lot of other things that weren't children's books. You Further down the wiki. You, uh, you <laughs> one of your... Uh, Our adventurers go. Were, one of your early cartoons uh, <clears throat> mentioned a bug spray called Flit. Uh, and uh, the, the, the company that made Flit liked it so much that they hired you for a whole ad campaign uh, where you had a cartoon character say, Quick Henry the Flit. 
And that was so popular that it became part of the 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 vernacular. It became part of your culture, right? Yes. I really loved... Well, here's the thing. I, uh... Hold on, what the fuck was the question? The flit. The, I brought the, up the bug flit. spray really? in the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, quick Henry the flit was this phrase that you popularized. Quick Henry the oh, flit. Oh, the phrase. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it felt good, you know, to have everybody saying something I came up with. That always feels good. Uh, well, how would, can, you, can you give us an example Excuse of how me. people would use, like, okay. quick Henry the flit? Yes. You know? Okay. It'd be... Um, <clears throat> It'd be like if you're walking down the street with a close friend, mm-hmm. not a lover, mm. and then a bus is coming. Yeah, what would you know about a lover, right? I wouldn't know. <laughs> I feel like you're I being know. needlessly antagonistic, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> All right. Thank you. But I think you're walking down the street, you're walking down the st- street, <laughs> and you see a bus coming towards you and your friend. Mm-hmm. So you throw Who's your- not your lover? Who's not your lover? No. And in a maternal way, which is weird- but we don't have to get into that. You throw your arm out mm-hmm. and you put it on their chest to protect them because for whatever reason, perhaps from your trauma in the past, you are left being highly aware and vigilant of everything around you, man. Okay. So, and your friend isn't because they lived in La La Land as a kid. So you, yes. And you throw your hand in front and then you say that phrase. You say it. Uh, quick, quick Henry, Henry the pet. And then they the know, flint. they know. Oh, you know, something bad was about to happen. And then those kids are bulldozed by a bus, just to be clear. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. stops the bus from... Even even though you put your arm out, even though you said, quick Henry the Flitz, mm-hmm. the kids were still were still run over. Did you yeah. see this, or where were you one of those kids? I tried so you hard to save my friend. <laughs> oh, boy. Were you, <laughs> you, were, were, you this, were you this sad before this, or was this the inciting incident that started your depression? The fact that you tried to save a friend of yours from being run over and you couldn't. I think it was maybe that was the trigger, one of them, but that was also no coincidence. The time when uh, one book in particular was peaking, mm-hmm. and I think it was sort of the. Wait, downfall. you weren't a child when this happened? No, I think that was probably. How old was I, Jared, when that phrase was taken? Uh, quick Henry the Flit, probably like in your uh, in your in your late twenties. Yeah, probably something yeah. like that. It had to be right around. So you there. weren't a child when this happened. No, but you were with a child. Louis, the brain is susceptible up until about your twenty-six. <laughs> mm-hmm. The reasoning area hasn't come together yet, so trauma can still be brewing. Uh, yeah, this is not scientific information that was available when you were alive in the uh, in the eighteen hundreds. Mm. That's fair. I uh, let a kid die once like this. You, really? you let a kid die? Yeah. A Louis bus Vuitton? were coming to the two of us. I jumped on his head out of the way. Mm-hmm. He, he jumped he just, on his head? Yeah. Like a Mario brother and a Goomba. Okay. And a turtle shell. Mm. I like jumped on the Goomba's head. Wow. And that kid just got squished to death by that bus. Was the this, bus um, was falling from the sky. Was there, was there a reason why? <laughs> you have a right to be sad for this story. You do have a right to be sad by this story. Was there a reason why you decided to uh, to sacrifice this this child to well, jump I on his head? Well, I didn't want to die. And you had to jump on the child in order to save yourself? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm, wow, convincing yourself there. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. the bus was falling from the sky. Uh, Which I buses should not do, by the way. That is a, that's brand new behavior. For yeah, I'll be honest. I don't have an answer as to why that bus was flying from the sky mm-hmm. going down. I think it's one of those great uh, French unsolved mysteries that were that were prevalent in the 1800s. Yeah, yeah where did this bus come from? Yeah, where, what happened to the bus that that, that or like the sky? Twister when that cow 
flies across the road. Well, I think it's clear that that was because of a tornado. Tornado. The movie was called Twister. Yeah. You know, I think also that cow wouldn't have made it that far. That cow wouldn't have made it that far. It would have been like torn apart. You know? I don't know. Tornadoes do weird things. Sometimes you can like it can like tear apart an entire house, but leave like one desk completely untouched. I read. I was big into tornadoes when I was a kid. That and yeah. dinosaurs. Those are my two big things. I didn't have time mm-hmm. to stuff. be into that. You know, boy, boy stuff. stuff. What happened mm-hmm. to you when you? Were well, why weren't you? Why didn't you have time to to enjoy? I was that? just being held down and told to draw. <laughs> held down and told to draw yeah. by Helen or by. Oh. Well, Everybody. Well, you didn't meet Helen until you were in Oxford. So, yeah. so I guess other people that were fucking place. Oh, what God. happened at Oxford? You hated Oxford, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you close your eyes, everyone? Right. Okay, eyes we're closing close. our eyes now in the studio. Picture okay. uh, sweater vests. Okay. Uh, simple mm. foods. Ooh, that's gross. Ouch. That's gross. Disgusting. You know, warm water. Mm-hmm. Not being able to choose a roommate. Everyone's rich. Ugh. Shoes getting checked by teachers. It's just Is that real? Yeah. Wow. Making sure your socks match. It's just so That does sound it sounds like a nightmare. And if you don't have a belt on, well, best of luck. Best of luck. That's all you need to say. You'll just get in trouble. Wow. Best of luck. In a yeah, big no, way. That sounds like a real nightmare. Um wow. if you're just joining us, uh this is uh, famous dead people on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests in the studio today are um, 19th century French fashion designer and businessman Louis Vuitton. You can open A your eyes. French <laughs> and fashion. Hello to you. Okay. My eyes are open. And uh, n- uh, 20th century American author and political cartoonist. Doctor Seuss. Getting better. Thank you. Getting better. Oh, are you getting better, or is? <laughs> Let me ask you. Jared getting better at introducing <laughs> you. And introducing you. <laughs> we gotta make this Dr. Seuss happy. Can I'm I ask you? That. Can I ask you a question? That. And I hate to do this, but I have to ask you about one of your first children's books. It's okay. I think through through speaking out my pain, I'm exposure there. therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will help. This will help. Uh, your first children's book uh, was called "And to Think I Saw It on Mulberry Street." Mm-hmm. Uh, and this story goes. The story goes uh, that you pitched that to like. 40 different publishers. Yeah. They all rejected it. And you were actually on your way home to burn it. Yeah. When you ran into an old college friend who worked for Vanguard Press, got it published, and it was a smash success. And then you were a beloved children's book author ever since. <laughs> Sorry about oh that. Oh, my God. It's because of all the puking. The air was pushed <laughs> yeah. down. All yeah. the hyperventilating. Yeah. That makes sense. That's it's science. That, that tracks. That yeah. tracks. So your question, is that I true? just want to know if that was the real story there. Yeah. Or did some... Creepy creep, make that up some, on Wiki. Some creeper just added that story to Wikipedia. No, it's yeah. true. It's true. That I a creepy, in... creepy man no. made that up. Oh, no. But they're out there. They yeah, are out there. There are a lot of creepers yeah. out there. Yeah. I'm one of them. Oh, yeah, well. I'm a creepy creep. <laughs> what makes you so creepy, Louis Well, some people say it's just the Frenchness. Like, you know, a uh, French man will always steal a kiss or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That old, uh, that old, that old saying, yeah, yeah. So it could just be my Frenchness. Mm-hmm. I like to think that I'm just, you know, have a disrespect, like a clown on a cruise ship, just stealing smooches. They get you up there, they get the ladies up there, and then they're like, "We're gonna do this kind of joke," and then all of a sudden they're accidentally smooching you on the mouth. Yeah, I've seen that bullshit happen. Like, a why am clown I here on a cruise ship? <laughs> you should just talk all the time. <laughs> That's unreal. That tr- that thing was true, though. Uh, like but a that, clown on a cruise ship? Oh, yeah, yeah, 
Yes, but <laughs> did you spend time on a cruise ship? Yeah, I saw a lady get called up on the cruise up for the show, the after dinner show, mm-hmm. and they after did that show. thing where it was like the clown was like, "Kiss me on the cheek, lady," mm-hmm. and she didn't want to, but she went for the she was willing. And then she went in for a kiss on the cheek, and he did that thing where he turns quickly his head turns really his quick. head, yeah. and he did it about three to five times. It's the same lady? Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, and wow. everyone was off laughing. That stage at some point. You know, I don't know. I feel bad for that woman, but also fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. I know. Shame on me, you know? It's, it's hard, right? Because it's like... <laughs> yes, Mr. Vuitton? Uh, well, isn't there a lot of, like, um, uh, so, like... You know, kind of like with the, um, what's his goddamn name? The little, the shorter guy who had the babe.net story about him. The babe. Oh, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Ansari. Wow. Yeah. Because everyone's not like. doing great with. Uh, and names? Yeah. Fair like enough. The Lorax. Yeah, the Lorax. Uh, Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari has been in the public eye a little bit longer, so I shouldn't have had. Anyway. Okay. Uh, some people say that why shouldn't she, why wouldn't she just leave right. after mm-hmm. a while? And there was, uh, uh, I was talking to somebody who brought up this point of like, well, eventually you get scared of what happens if you're like, no, this isn't going to happen. And you're already that deep. Yeah. And it's mm. like, would you rather have bad sex or would you rather maybe violently get raped? Do you think that maybe this woman on the cruise ship felt that way about the, the scary clown? The clown? That, that was, that was, that was well, I think she, I remember just being a child watching this Oh, you were a down. child. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah, I think she probably thought I'm going to, everyone will boo if I don't do this thing, this act. If I don't keep on turning, if I don't keep on And then God knows what this fucking freak is capable (laughs) of. And I'm trapped on this boat. He is a clown. Yeah. yeah, And he knows my room number. So (laughs) everyone does on a cruise. It's not like you can say, oh, I'm going this way. That's what the woman's thinking. There's one hallway, one staircase. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Sorry. As we were were saying about. Wait, can we ask one question about the clown? Of course. What does this clown look like? Was he even close to a person or was it traditional like clown, all like, white, red lips, red eyes? Big you red know shoes. what I'm thinking here, boys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this You're also clown a boy, but go on. Boys, led... boys can say that to other boys. I don't know. Boys I, do say this I to other boys. I would say fellow boys. <laughs> I always say my fellow boys because uh, I am one. <laughs> I think that fucking clown led to me drawing some weird shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. Led to me drawing some really like bossy, <laughs> weird people well creatures yeah well there is a bossy. sort of there is bossy a, creatures a circus like whose creatures are very bossy. they are they're, bossy. they're always like come with me or here we go <laughs> or let's have fun yeah or we're gonna eat this tonight <laughs> they're very like they're very like that we're gonna eat this you know the book if you're just joining us, I meant to get back to that what happened on Mulberry Street book. Mm-hmm. And it's because that person that made that that said, I'll help you out, Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. owed me big time. Ooh. So this friend of yours mm-hmm. who got your book published. Yeah. Owed they me. owed you a favor. They absolutely did. Would you tell us the story of that, of like why they owed you that favor? I will God, tell we, you. We did get far off the rail. <laughs> I'm all, I'm the, I'm present. That's the thing people don't understand. No matter how bad it gets, boys, I'm present. I'm there. My, my just, fellow boys. Yeah, fellow boys. It's like when you 
dive into a pool at summer camp to show off how deep you can go. And you're running out of breath, but slowly you know you'll get back to the top. Physics won't fail you. Physics will not fail you. Oh, my anyway. God. What did you do for this friend so that he owed you so he had to get your book and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street published? I, okay, I I got him into Oxford. You got him into Oxford. I did. And he, was, and he didn't think that was a bad thing, because you thought being in Oxford was a bad thing. Yeah, and, and I was like, I'll help you, mm-hmm. but you'll owe me. Okay. But he wanted to get into Oxford. It's really not that exciting. I mean, yeah. he just wanted to get in, and God knows why I had the power. <laughs> but I did, and I, I was a good rule follower back in the day. Mm-hmm. I was I was a bit of a puss, and I followed the rules, and so I knew that if I referred someone, it let them right in, mm-hmm. like a snake slipping out of a mommy snake. They'd mm-hmm. let anyone that I said in just slip right into Be- Oxford. because you were such a good, yeah. well behaved pupil. Right? Yeah, although I will say I've never seen a baby snake slip back into its mom. <laughs> But I do understand what you mean. I mean, the, every analogy falls apart eventually if you keep on dissecting it <laughs> You're and getting more specific. So. Yeah. Uh, what? Can you give us a little bit about how you got another, you got in, and then you got someone else in with you? You wrote them a recommendation, even though. It went like this. I sort of sheepishly went to the office one day and I was like. <laughs> Mr. Tom, you know, the person in Mr. Charge. Tom, the, the famous dean of Oxford. I said, Not can I, can mm. I talk to you for a minute? No, they they don't like other professors to, to leave the school, sort of the same way that we shouldn't have a, a, a an army person leaving the army. I think our, sort of our, mm. our audience would understand. It's like, it's like a nerdy and soft-spoken but talented as heck writer at SNL mm-hmm. going into Lorne's office and saying, Lorne, <laughs> I've, I've got this friend, man. And, you know, mm. then they get in. Gotcha, mm. gotcha. And then somehow you managed to get yeah. in also, even though yeah. you had used your power to get this friend of yours. I don't think that's that weird. I don't think that's that makes sense to me. But I should have used my power to get the hell out, get of, out of Oxford because it sure. really was a nightmare hellscape. You also like, you know, you come off as a sad sack of shit, like worthless yeah. person. But clearly you got some, you know, fight and pull in you. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a little I bit appreciate- of life in there. I appreciate that. Boys. Let's uh, go back to Louis Hello, Vuitton boys. here for just a moment. You yeah. know, this has been my Sisyphean task of the entire show. <laughs> um, but so you were, um, you know, after a few years in Paris, you make a name for yourself as being this expert box maker, mm-hmm. uh, I- incredible quality bags, very fashionable. Hell yeah. Uh, but you um, made history. You really made your mark in 1858 when you began to make flat topped boxes because every other box and trunk at the time had round tops so that rainwater wouldn't collect on it but you made them flat so that you could stack them and it revolutionized box and trunk making at the time can you walk us through your process where you figure out flat top trunks that's the future okay so flat top trunks have you guys seen uh, Looney Tunes Uh, yeah the cartoons when he draws the circle Mm -hmm. And then he puts something in the circle and it suddenly has magical attributes that allow it to just keep falling like a black hole. Um, I yes. know black holes. I know, I know, I, I know the cartoon you're referring to. Yeah, you're really sucking the energy out of this room. It's almost uh, like your emotions are a black hole, Dr. Seuss. It's like when you, when you have too much tequila at the resort and you puke in your own suit. And you just sit in it all day. 
Because you're too sad to go back to the room. I think my favorite thing about your analogies is how clearly they are moments from your life. Things that actually happened to you. You were wearing a suit and you threw up in it and you just decided... A swimsuit! Oh, Can we not get distracted by Dr. Seuss again? We're talking about... I know, I'm sorry. I was about to bring up a magical thing. We're talking about your black Louis Vuitton. I like that you're listening to someone talk about throwing up in their suit more. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that's fascinating. No, 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 no. You're right. But let's talk... I want to talk about the flat top boxes. look crazy. Flat top boxes that you created that revolutionized boxes and trunks. So it's a flat box. Mm -hmm. It's got, you know, it's 2D. Like a piece of paper, mm-hmm. oh. but you could put stuff in it so that it saves oh. you space. So oh. it wasn't even three dimensional. No, it was like a piece of making. paper, like uh, when Bugs Bunny draws a hole, right. and suddenly you can put stuff in the hole. Wow. Or like when uh, Road Run, uh, Wild E. Coyote mm-hmm. draws a um, like a like a tunnel, mm-hmm. and the Road Runner can can run, run through, through it, it even and then when he, he tries, he hits his head exactly. And yeah. then like a bus comes out to hit him, like you know, a pair of kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh. a pair yeah. of kids. Watch, pass so how- me the flint. Was that the phrase? Quick, Henry, quick the flint. Oh, quick, Same Henry, idea. Henry, the flint. Same yeah. idea. Oh, is it flint or flint? Flint, flint, flint. Oh God, it's <laughs> making you so unhappy. I thought this was something you enjoyed, except for the kids getting. How killed. come Louis Vuitton? Yeah. You don't sell these magical sheets of paper that can hold all your stuff anymore in Louis Vuitton stores. Uh, we ran out of magic. Oh, that is a shame. Yeah. Uh, and it, one like, day you're drawing a circle for someone to put something in, mm-hmm. and then you go to put something in the circle and it rips, and you're like, "Oh, this is paper again." Yeah, similar yeah. to the way that all European balls eventually run out of semen. Yeah. Your pieces of paper stopped, stopped possessing enough magic yeah. for you to put things into it. Yeah. Wow, that is fascinating. It was cool. Um, uh, we could have done a lot more with it than just save it to rich people. Peace. Mm-hmm. Peace. Dr. Seuss, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> I also did it. I know you got mad at Dr. Seuss. He's trying to give us, if you're just joining us on Famous Dead People, I'm mm. an author. This is Louis Vuitton you over here, and Jared's day, the Dr. host, uh, and he was Jared. giving us two minutes, but I keep thinking it's peace. It feels like peace. It feels like peace. You know, we peace only is have something time. you should have. We only have time for one more question, unfortunately. What? Um, I'd like to end with Dr. Seuss, if I might. Okay. So you, in addition to the children's books, <sighs> in addition to the um, the advertising, you also did uh, political cartoons. Mm, yeah. um, and they were, you know, I don't, I, you know, they were, they were pretty left leaning cartoons. You know, they supported yes. the war effort, Roosevelt. Uh, can you give us an example of, um, of of something that might have been in like one of your political cartoons? Okay. So um, I recall a couple drafts I had of. Like a fancy lady and a fancy guy mm-hmm. walking down a cobblestone street past an orphanage. Okay, and and the the guy goes, Ugh. and then the lady says, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> and just and then she sees like a cool but poor guy, uh, like by the orphanage smoking a cig, and she's like, "Forget this," and she goes over to that guy, and then they get married. And then they start fighting for This is for a three panel cartoon. Okay. And, it. and it's, you know, about leaving your bougie husband and going to be with somebody who gets it, you know. You know what gotcha. this kind of sounds like? Hmm. What? It's something like the Nicholas Far Farside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Sounds like Kind of sounds like these romantic comedies or whatever you want to make. Maybe not comedies, you but know romantic. What? 
Yeah. You, I think we should write a rom com together. What makes you think I you could do write the a branding and I could do the writing? The and, branding. Oh, you, of... could, you could dress all the characters in the rom com, Louis Vuitton. Okay, so that's <laughs> one dress job. All the characters of in the rom com, yeah. Louis Vuitton. That's that's almost like a line from a Dr. Seuss book. <sighs> <laughs> I think that's a great place you to lost end. Him again. He's sad <sighs> again. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this episode. We don't have time to to elevate your mood again, Dr. Seuss. God damn it! Now he's. Gonna be sad for oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's just that's maybe the last time. I'd like to thank my guests, (laughs) Doctor Seuss and Louis Vuitton, for joining me in the studio today. Um, I'd like to ask my guests if they uh, (laughs) have any podcasts or Twitter accounts or shows that they would Mm. like to plug. Uh, Louis Vuitton, anything you want to tell people about? Uh, yeah, you should follow Patrick May nine one four at Instagram. Yeah, because he plugs shows there, Mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, he also does a video game improv show. Ooh. Where he plays video games and does improv at the same time with Suleiman Beg, who I believe was on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It. And uh, next show is going to be April 30th, 9 p.m., which is a Monday at the Magnet Theater. Yeah, go it's check April that out. April 30th, 9 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. And uh, Dr. Seuss, anything you want to tell people about? Um, yes. Follow the Rebecca Robles show on Instagram. And... Is that real? Yeah. I got to find that. And then also, the only Pat, Pat May has been on it, and boy, was it good. And that then, was years ago. I know. And then uh, <laughs> the Rebecca Robles show on Facebook uh, or on YouTube. Live, a new season starting up in about two weeks. Whoa, Very exciting about cool. that. Uh, if you are in town, New York City, March 25th at 9 p.m., go to the Magnet Theater for the Fine 39. That's my birthday show. Uh, lots of are fun. You 39 years old. Uh, yeah, that is, is that real. Getting there. That's yeah, cool. Can't believe it. So you're older than Peter McNerney. Check out my uh, my website, JarrettBarnstein.com. <laughs> Rate and review the podcast of famous dead people. That's if you have so any sorry. questions you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please Call email Jared. that to us. At famous dead people at radioforbrooklyn.org. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio for Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Famous dead people, famous dead people, famous dead people.